The ramblings of a madman can be very dangerous. Especially for those of you who listen. Triple Threat is for mature audience only. Triple Threat is in effect. Like on the mother ship. Welcome to another episode of Triple Threat. I am Big Daddy. I'm just I mean, Jesus, it's like if they changed the covering of the Ding Dong to like vanilla. I mean, come on, what the hell, man? And the gift collision, no prank. For every action, there's a reaction. And a pikey reaction is quite a fucking thing. What could you say about Keith Green? That has already been said about Marty Gennetti. My shoes cost more than your house! Triple threat is in effect. everyone and welcome to another episode of Triple Threat. I am Big Daddy STV and on the chat is the California Kid. Hey. And the living legend, the pipe. I mean, I meant to tell you for a long time. It always sounds like you're saying STD, not STV. It sounds like you're saying Big Daddy STD. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I just realized that. But what's going on, STV? Uh, and what's going on, California kid? Hey, man, you, the and, and to all you listeners out there who do have STV, we're praying for you. <laughs> Definitely. I didn't say that. All right, anti- I'm sure there's some antibiotics at CVS that will clear it right up. All right, we're going to have to censor you because we don't want to get troll YouTube. Uh... Uh, also, thank you for the people that downloaded and um, uh, subscribed to our show. We hit past 3,000 views. Woo! Nice. We're, rocking, we're, we're, we're really catching up with those guys who prank their girlfriends. Yeah. New Year, same old you-know-what. Uh, let's get started. We're going to talk about some things that we missed and some that's happened now. But let's get to today's top story. Miss Tessa Blanchard. Apparently, Miss Tessa Blanchard is a bully and a racist. Who would have thought in the new year in our first show, the first thing we talk about involves an impact wrestler? Yeah. So, apparently, Tessa Blanchard... Um, Yesterday, sent out a tweet saying, Hey, women, try supporting one another. Cool things happen. To which NWA uh, Women's Champion uh, Allison K, aka Serena, responded by saying, Remember when you spat in a black woman's face and called her the N word in Japan? Was that you supporting women? The audacity of this tweet. And then uh, Chelsea Green, um, NXT, chimes in saying you've constantly put down, bullied, and belittled countless female co-workers, including me. Is that support? And um, Priscilla Kelly also chimes in saying, remember publicly putting me down on Twitter last year for something that 
didn't involve you whatsoever, then continuing to drag my name to other people for it. Pepperidge Farm remembers, you should probably delete this tweet. And then I, I see a Don comes in, uh, Rebel chimes in with name Michelle. Big Swole. Big Swole. The only person I had seen that back uh, Tesla was Moose. Yeah. Well, you know, they're like BFFs. And uh, then um, and uh, Lola Star. Here's the kicker about that one. Uh, a wrestler named Ollie has uh, claimed that Lola Star is a pedo. Wow. Saying that she allegedly uh, told her to send nudes to her when she was 13. Okay. So, and uh, to go, I mean, this is real shocking because, you know, Tessa Blanchard is like one of the top female wrestlers of uh, last year. I mean, she's. I think she still is champion of uh, Wow. Uh, uh, no, nah, she lost it. She did. I think so. But she's like one of the big stars on that uh, show. Yeah, she was like the first champion of it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my God, could this not come at a worse time? I mean, especially since the show, the the Impact show is tonight. And it was really, really rumored she was going to win it tonight. Yeah, her. Sammy Callahan. And this, and this, that has been such a fantastic feud. And, yeah. you know, and it's a damn shame because this was such a monumental moment in wrestling. You know, you got her doing this. A woman, mind you, having, getting this push and possibly winning the belt. And then all this happens. And, you know, um, the bullying thing, the fact that so many people are saying it, and, you know, back in the, a few years ago, yeah, te- what I heard, Tessa was a real piece of work, you know, to deal with, and her, um, just a yeah. big ego, big ego and shit, and, and rub people the wrong way. Now, the racist thing, I, I never heard until the whole thing that basically, the stuff on Twitter, and People seem to back it up, and you know, it's, I don't believe she's racist. I mean, you know, maybe an idiot, but you know, if it's true, that's a that's a shame. I mean, that's really sad. That is because let me tell you, um, it's the same thing. Like a lot of these, a lot of these old, a lot of these wrestlers who have this kind of, I don't know, that, that, that like even with Braun Strowman, um, the this whole. Twitter thing where they get on Twitter and they they start kind of letting loose and then I, I just don't know what drives people to have to they have to use the N word or have to do that. I mean, look, it's I know it's a big time you know derogatory racist term and I know that some people consider it to be the kind of 
it's bad when they start trying to wear it as a status symbol and then they find out like the, that they've been idiots this whole time but I mean you know it it's it's just a wake up call I mean you can't just go out and call people that especially black people you just can't do that and you know it's it's one of those things that's just common sense but but on the on the other end of things I mean Tessa Blanchard it's sad to see this because I was I'd seen I watched her get started and she was really rough around the edges and then I watched her performance in, in the um in the women's what was it, it wasn't the May Young class yeah it was the May Young yeah, Classic. May, yeah, it was May Young yeah. I watched her performance in the May Young Classic and man I mean she she was not that good. She was not that impressive to me during that time. But man, what a turnaround! I watched her whole run at um, you know, TNA there. Well, not TNA Impact Wrestling now. I watched her whole run over there with Anthem, and man, it's been great watching that. The few Sammy Callahan, and it's been great to see all that. But I, I tell you, it's it, it's just tragic when something like this happens. Yeah, and like I said on um, one of my forums, I mean, it's very sad because she's like one right up there with uh, Becky Lynch as one of the top performers in 2019. Yep. And then for her to do this, she's going to get a major backlash. She already lost uh, one uh, indie gig because of it. Uh, and then Impact, yeah, Impact when he'll have her, she wasn't even in the Impact calling thing, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, media conference. Media thing. conference. Yeah. And uh, Wild pretty much told everybody that they weren't take, they weren't uh, doing any comments about the whole thing. Now, there is a possibility that, it, uh, I don't know about Wild or anything, but Impact might... it's possible they're going to really consider this or maybe be on her side about it, you know, and, you know, maybe it really depends how tonight goes. If now she might go out there and get booed like hell, like Sammy might be the face now. If, if she loses, that tells you right there, what's going to, what's going to happen. I mean, and, but if they do some shit where they pull her and stuff, she's definitely leaving or they might even fire, you know, and, Again, it's a shame. It's like they have. It's like who knows what's gonna happen. But like tonight, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a very interesting pay per view tonight. I forgot what video this was, but there was also a video where uh, one of the ladies that's in NXT now, she yeah. just yeah. went and she slapped her in the face. Like Tessa slapped her? No, Tessa was in the corner and the lady was on the other side of the ring. She got up and she just flat out slapped her in the face. Oh, wow. And uh, they just started brawling right in the middle of the ring for real. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Can you believe she used to date Ricochet? Can you yeah. Imagine what that, can you imagine what that relationship was like? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's very sad. Hope, who knows? Hopefully, if, like I said, if it is in fact true, then just come out and apologize. People are going to be mad, but... We are a fickle bunch, but we can be a forgiving bunch. So, you know, hopefully this will teach her well and realize her error of her ways and learn from it, grow from it. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to eat. A, you're gonna probably eat a lot of crow and crap, but you know. Yeah. But look, uh, if it makes her feel any better, look at it this way: at least you're not Lars Sullivan. 
<laughs> so take pride in that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On to the next topic. Um, so Raw started out the new year with uh, Brock Lesnar returning and saying that he is going to be in the Royal Rumble, even though Brock is the WWE champion and he's going to be number one. Now, the title is not up for grabs. It's just that Brock is going to enter the Rumble and be the first in the Rumble. Yeah. So. <laughs> they run out of ideas. They really could not decide who to put him in the ring with. So they just said, okay, we'll get everybody. No, it's not that. I think they've run into a... I think they've cornered themselves because Brock... Brock has a lot of creative stroke, I believe. And I think what's happened here is that there's only a, a handful of people that Brock will work with. I think that we found that out, you know, in a couple of people he's faced over the years that have gotten on interviews and talked about this lightly, albeit, but very... They, they did go ahead and lead us that direction that, that there's some people that Brock will not respectfully work with. Well, and, look, well and, look at what happened. I mean, uh, he jobbed the Seth. Uh, how they deal with Seth uh, after they, he lost to Brock, he... Um, they just totally destroyed Seth as a babyface instead of for some reason having him face off against AJ and the OC they had him face off against um, Barrett Corbin which, like I said, this is this is why this is why I've been kind of burned out with the WWE for a while. Is that exact thing you said? Because I watched it. Uh, you've got, I mean, you've got to build to having AJ Styles and Seth work on another program, which is never going to get old because those two could probably blow us away every time. But you know, you you have that dynamic, and he's the baby face. You have AJ as the heel, and you and instead you you throw us Baron Corbin in there, and you say, oh, you know, well, Brock's still money. We can put, you know, yeah. I mean, Brock's a big money player, but not all the time, guys. Not all the time. You know, I, I don't know what it is about WWE trying to bank on Brock constantly. They just it, there's not a cow to milk anymore. I mean, it's it's a seasonal thing with Brock. It's harvest with Brock. You harvest Brock at a certain time. I mean like I said, they don't get it. I mean you still got Kevin Owens and you had uh Joe. You know Joe just returned. Joe's been mistreated since like man, I mean Joe's been put giving these people gold and he's been mistreated since day one, honestly. I mean yeah, it was not. He had a wonderful run in NXT, but I mean, as soon as he got up to the main roster, it was like, man, I knew. I just knew they were going to give him the runaround on getting any major run um, or anything like that. To this day, I still haven't seen a good Samoa Joe angle that that is paid off for him. It's paid off for other people, but not him. But um. I still think like they could done a, a few with uh, Kevin Owens or maybe Joe, but um, yeah. But Raw just has a uh, you know they don't have that uh, many faces. They're getting too caught up on. They got like I said the the writing direction. 
you know, with respect to Paul Heyman, you know, is just, I mean, he needs to come up with, like, you know, if he's going to, if he's trying to get away from the ECW style of writing, that's fine, but you still need faces, Paul. You still need your faces. You still need your good guys. And it may not be that Paul even has as much say as they said he would, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be the first time that uh, Paul's been lied to. Yeah. Well, speaking Absolutely. of, well, speaking of that, let's talk about the uh, Lana and Lashley. Okay, uh, then I want, I want oh. to quit before we turn to that. Yeah, I'm wondering, does this mean that the men's rumble is going to be the main event? I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, and then I'm wondering how this is going to play out. Is he going to last through the whole thing? And you know, and is it going to be a thing where he's going to eliminate two through six within like um, uh, six minutes? You know, just so many angles at play here, so I don't know. And then and then what happens what's supposed to happen if he wins? I guess he faces the fiend. Or Daniel Bryan. Again. Damn. Boy, that's complicated. Well go ahead. Speaking of bad uh booking on Raw, um on New Year's Eve, they had the whole uh, Lashley and uh, Lana wedding. Real cringe fest. Um, they had um, Lana and Bobby dress up. Then they had uh, the parade of exes. First, it was Lana's ex-husband, number one. Then uh, Bobby's ex-wife, which wasn't Kristen Marshall. And then the big reveal of uh, Liv Morgan, who everybody thought was Bobby Lashley's um, girlfriend, but she was actually talking about Lana. Then they had uh, Rusev jump out of the cake, and shenanigans happen. All I kept thinking the whole time is, man, that cake looked good. <laughs> but uh, time. well, what about the what was it the the Mandy King? Yeah, no, oh, that, yeah, that's another show. That was that was great. But um, yeah. So basically, they've been hyping up Liv Morgan returning, and I think it's been like five months since she um left after getting beat by uh Charlotte. And they bring her back to say that she's now a lesbian. It's a little disappointing. Yeah. But, um, you know, a lot of people are comparing the whole um, Lana Rusev to the storyline with uh, Otis and uh, Mandy Rose. Oh, my God. Otis and Mandy is way, way better. Yeah, it's funny as hell. I'd rather watch that any day over Lana and Lashley crap. But it's kind of funny because somebody had already had said about, um, you know, it would have been better if it was uh, Mandy and uh, Sonya and uh, Otis instead of um, Lashley, uh, Rusev, and uh, Lana. I just remember, you know, there's... Me and fans, we watched Total Divas. I remember on that one episode where Sonya was pushing for that to be a 
lesbian angle for her and Mandy, and they they turned it down. And then she was pissed on Twitter the fact they were doing this with Lana and Liv Morgan. Yeah. And I would I'm like I would have been pissed too. It's like and it's horrible. And and yet you realize if you if you're into that read the rating, it was a freaking hit. And I like, and you know, Vince, you know, Vince loved it. And I think what it, I think what it is, is that we as a society, at least a good chunk of society, we love train wrecks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this, this is why the Kardashians are popular. This is why Real Housewives, Jersey Shore, Shore, Florida Shore. You know, love and hip hop. This is them trying to do what live, love and hip hop do. You know what I'm saying? And. That's why people watch because they love to see train wrecks. They weren't. They didn't care about the story. They just wanted to see this cluster of a of a story. Yeah. And, uh, and that was one of the worst wedding officiators I've ever seen. I do kind of feel bad for him because he got beat up by the um, by the um, security officers. <laughs> yeah, and now they're saying it was planned. It was planned. Like you talking about when he came in the ring and all the security jumped on him? Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that they're now saying that was planned. At least Dave Meltzer saying it was planned. Uh, it's me. But yeah, I just uh I'm just ready I'm just ready for this whole thing to end, but then why should it keep going for another six months? Yeah, I'm not really into the whole uh, storyline, but I do like the uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Otis thing. It's pretty cool. I just hope that it doesn't turn into Otis versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. This like this whole thing is about cake. It's like cake has been the basis of this whole thing. It has, yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? Weird, right? I mean. Cake time, man. The cake. Yeah, really could have done without. Really could have done without watching Otis eat the damn thing. Yeah, that. Uh, that I mean, uh, <laughs> like, no. you, know, it's, you know, it's like good for you, bro. Right, We talked about um, what Bailey turning heel. You want to? Yes. Let's talk about that. Um, Bailey's kill run. Does anybody think this is worth a damn? The what? Her he, her heel turn. Uh-huh. Do you yeah, think it's worth a damn? Um, it's a lot better. The fact that Sasha's there. I don't. I don't think no one would have paid as much attention if Sasha wasn't around. Sasha was riding heavy off a of controversy of her own, so I mean that kind of uh-huh. gave it fuel. You know, and uh, I, uh, I will say, uh, it's it's hard to buy into this being Bailey compared to like the hug girl and all that. You know, but nice haircut though. I mean, I do like the cut. Yeah, you know, and not crazy about the new music, but you know. Well, um, WWE can always do better with the music, but for some reason they tr- they try not to. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They could have done like they did with Doink and made like her happy song like a dark version of the happy song. You know, something something like you know something something grungy or maybe, not even grungy, just dark. Like you know, I don't know. 
you know, not, I'm not saying Marilyn Manson dark, but I'm saying like, you know, uh, I get it. yeah, I, I, I get it, like some nine inch nails or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, get it, I get it, and then like, and now, if anything, this hill thing, all he's doing is really putting Lacey Evans over. Is anybody buying her as a face? Um, when she bring when she brings up the military stuff, yeah. Yeah, but she, she here's the problem. It's, it's her becoming herself. It's her being more realistic instead of as like this Southern Belle housewife when she does the military stuff. That's what it makes sense. She should have led with that when they came. They should have wrote her as that when she came in. That would have done her a lot better. I think you know with the with the popularity of of uh, Glow and the character, you know, and everything like American Belle. They should have. They could have capitalized a little bit off of that, but not made her a heel starting out. Because even though she could she could have been a good heel, her her in ring work to you have to be good to be a heel. I mean, the heel is the heel has traditionally been the one that carries the match, and you know like. If she couldn't do it, they didn't need to lead her off as a heel. Like I said, just, I understand where they were going with her as a heel. It's just that she was still green, and I don't think she deserved a run with the uh, against Becky for the title. I didn't they, think she should have been in the main card that soon. Like that was just way too soon to throw her into the main card. Not to mention the gimmick was wasn't wasn't contemporary. The gimmick that wasn't brought the contemporary standards. Like if you're gonna do the Southern Belle thing, classy, whatever, have a have a premise that's a little bit more contemporary to go with that. Like it's just to me to me they were kind of still playing off her whatever. I don't know if that's her love for the 1920s and 40s or whether that's like. That's Vince's idea or whatever. I think that was her idea. Well, I believe that it's hers. That but you, her. but you have to play that. If you're gonna play that as a heel, if you're gonna play the Southern Belle, you have to do it kind of like you're a hipster, not not like you're like you're actually trying to go back to that era. You're trying to honor that era, not 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 go back to it. You know, it because it, that's gonna cause. I mean, it's gonna get you heat, but not not enough heat, you know. And I will say this: I haven't said all that. I, I will give credit, credit to her. Her daughter is adorable. I hadn't seen her. Yeah, you know, like she was there on that one episode of SmackDown, and front while Lacey was getting beat up, and she was acting like she was gonna bite Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> that was adorable. She's adorable. Yeah. But uh, do you think uh, they should? Put her and uh, Dana Brooke as a team. Um. Yeah, I, I think they should. I think they. Would, I, I think they could probably complete each other. You know, I think it'd be better if they went that route. And, they like, may, yeah. Like the 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 tag team titles, need, the women's tag team titles need more love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Needs more care, yeah. It needs, it needs some more meat. Needs some more blood, you know. It needs some more attention. Yeah, does, but that, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want. It, I don't want it to end up in the same car group as the twenty four seven belt. You know what I mean? 
yeah, oh, just to me to me though it's just I, I wish they hadn't introduced those titles until they they just grew the roster and that's just why, designated people to the tag division you know that's why I was so mad when they turned um the code of combat you just lost one of your best uh tag oh. teams oh, and team kick. Me start. If I, I watched that with my neighbor Brandon aka me because he loves me high speed you I know you're gonna listen to this but we were I was at his apartment we were watching that and I was nearly crying when that shit happened I mean that crap happened because I loved him again I've been a fan of Knox for a long time and I like Kai and it's like man that could have been the team that really brought some dignity and prosperity for those belts so and then they finally did what we wanted them to do they uh, brought the tag titles to uh, NXT and had a good match with um, the Kabuki Warriors Kabuki Warriors yeah so you have a perfect team right now with the belts. They just have to build a division around it. Like they yeah. could, they could build a whole division around the Kabuki Warriors, and that. They, but they just they keep shuffling people around. Yeah, but yeah, I think like yeah, yeah, Lacey and Dana, they should stay together, and you know, yeah. But you know, it's it's been like I said, it's it's been an interesting whole thing with her, Bailey, and Sasha and like, can't wait to hear Sasha's rap album, you know what I mean? Oh lord. <laughs> There's a rap okay. album? Apparently they were saying on Spanish part of the storyline she's working on rap but actually, she actually is apparently. What? Yeah. Well her cousin Snoop, of course she's gonna put out a rap album. You think uh, it's gonna be better than uh, Cena's? Oh I hope so. oh god yes, I hope so. <laughs> I'm a bad, bad boss. Bad man, that's George and Janelle. I know I was being funny, jackass. <laughs> he ruined my joke, California kid. You <laughs> just, you just, you just pulled a Dana Brooke and ruined my joke. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry, Batista. Please don't hurt me. I didn't mean to include Dana in that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, um. Let's so wait, wait, one quick question now before we jump ahead. Do you think she, do you think she's gonna fight Bailey for the belt at Rumble? Well, according to um, some rumors, she's probably gonna fight Bailey for the title at WrestleMania. So would that mean a possibility that she wins the women's Rumble? Uh no. I think Shayna's gonna win it. Ah, uh, uh, so this is where Shayna has her. Or debut, so to speak. Yeah. You don't see her showing up at Raw first? You think she's going to show up at Rumble? I think she's going to show up in the Rumble. Okay. Now, are they going to still do that thing where it's 10 Raw, 10 NXT, and 10 SmackDown? Probably. Huh. Okay. But, um... Makes sense makes it, makes it to me, because really, the, especially the women... They've been doing that already, because how many NXT women were in the Rumble last year? Uh, there were a few. Yeah, so. And plus, with them win the uh, Survivor Series, I wouldn't be surprised if those same women, uh, including Shayna, uh, is in yeah. the Rumble. Did you think they were going to win that thing? 
Not but well, I take that back. Yeah, I thought they were gonna give it to SmackDown because SmackDown's on Fox. Uh, and they so. probably gonna um, keep Fox happy by giving SmackDown That's the win. I, thought. I I honestly thought SmackDown was when, was gonna own the whole thing. Now I thought they were gonna give like the uh, NXT women the um, match, and they were gonna give Team SmackDown the men's, but. You know, I thought they were going to keep it neck and neck, and they kind of did. Yeah. But uh, I was surprised that they uh, had NXT win. And, oh, yeah, why in the blue hell does now uh, things on the pre-show count? Well, last year, they didn't count for shit. Yeah, I remember that was a whole thing, and, you know, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of I don't know. They they it just I guess it just goes by producer, like whoever the show producer is, the show render is. They they decide whether they're gonna count that stuff or not. But it pisses me off because it it kind of causes continuity issues. It does. It does. Yeah. The only time for a show where a pre-show should matter is Mania. Yeah, you're right. That's the, on, that's the only time it should matter. Not taking anything away from people who do the pre-shows. I'm just saying, if it's Mania, that's where it counts. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It just, you know. Speaking of Mania, man, I don't know if we covered this, but I heard this. I read this rumor on comic book that, uh, is it true, guys? Have you guys heard anything about this? Rey Mysterio is planning to, is thinking about retiring um, at the next Mania? I've heard about that. Yeah, I read about that. That he's thinking about hanging it up, and I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's true. If you know, he has that moment where he loses, and he, I think what's gonna happen if he does lose, he's gonna, it's gonna be a good match. He's gonna take off the boot, uh, the boots, whatever, and then he's gonna take off the match. Well, they did have him lose the U.S. title to uh, Andre finally at yeah. MSG. And they're kind of hinting at that already. If you watch Raw, where he, he did take off his mask, so and so I think that if he is retiring, if there's any time to retire, it's gonna probably be a Mania this year. So it's still shocking to me that they really think that nobody knows what Ray looks like under the mask. I'm saying we've seen it quite a few times about it. Yeah, I don't know. But um, let's move on to the next uh, topic. Sure. Let's talk about uh, what did y'all think about Rhea Ripley winning the uh, NXT Women's Title from uh, Shayna Baszler? Hell of a match! That was fantastic, and you got if anyone was gonna be well, I mean, even sure I beat her before, but anyone was gonna be ofi- officially put her down. No one more deserving than Rhea. I mean, she has just had a hell of a run leading to the Survivor Series win and uh, and War Games and Matchman. It was fantastic, and you know, I, I could see her. I wouldn't be surprised she held that thing for the whole year. You know, That'd be interesting, interesting, and you know, and and major props. Not taking away major props to Baszler. She has been. She was a great champion. I, I thought she was one of the best talents they had acquired in a long time. Yeah, and she was fantastic, and she was like, there are times I'm thinking like, you know, naming people I thought should have beat her, I thought was going to beat her, and, you know, and that just shows how great she was and how tough she is. You know, uh, I 
And I can't wait to see her at Spass and Basler at the Rumble, you know, and but happy for Rhea. She's, you know. Yeah. I keep, I keep thinking she's British. She's Australian, right? I think so. I think she's from the, either there or New Zealand, the same part as Dakota Kai. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, uh, if that's true, a lot of talent, wa- talented water in New Zealand, man. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great for, great for Ripley. Like I said, I can see her having that thing for a year. Her next view should definitely be with Shirai. Um, also, let's talk about um, Keith Lee. What are you guys' thoughts about Keith Lee? That boy is going to be the future. Jesus. Yeah. The way he did the pounce on uh, Adam Cole. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Cole didn't get a broken neck. <laughs> I mean that man is, and he—I he, bet he's like one of those types where he's like a beast, but outside of the ring, he just seems like the sweetest guy, and just seems very wholesome, very nice. I'm sure he's treating me and him so very well, indeed. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, he's—I'm very impressed. I've been—I was back in the Indies and had this really great match with Matt Riddle in the Indies that I love, and I think. Fantastic again! So great getting the North American title run. I want. I, I. I could definitely. I mean, it's great he's going for North American title, but I could totally see him being the one to beat Cole for the belt. And man, it's like you know, what I'm saying beat down Cole. And plus, how great was that feud with Dijakovic? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, how fantastic was that feud? I mean, just. Right. Yeah. Now, really, I mean, could you imagine them as a tag team? Yeah. I mean, how dominant they would be. Pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, that was my thing. That was, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Keep winning. He's talented, and uh, I love the part where he came up while Finn Balor was focusing on uh, somebody in the ring. That was great camera work. Oh when, he, oh, when he popped up? Yeah. I swear only I swear only he can do that. But, uh... It just, it just, it, it just wouldn't work if anyone else did it. Only he can do that. And I was a little bit mad that uh, they had him uh, job to uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, but that was, uh... Yeah, it's messed with him, but, you know, that truly was a star's form. I mean, the fact that Roman gave his props at the end, you know... Yeah. Watch him eventually be on SmackDown. Ah. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you. Keep uh, on. Maybe not, maybe not this year, but it's coming. Keep on NXT. All right. Um, let's get to... Um, let's talk about AEW. Um, sure. It's been three months since uh, AEW debuted on TNT. Um. So let's talk about some pros and cons of uh, AEW. Um. Well, oh, uh, I was gonna start. You want to start? Yeah, you go ahead. I just want to say, you know, I watched it live early. I just want it's really more appropriate everyone in general. I just want to give props to or shout out to both TNT and USA for promoting the hell out of these wrestling shows. And, like, especially, you know, TNT has promoted this show like crazy, you know. And 
also the Fox for promoting SmackDown like they've been doing, you know. And, yeah, they uh, they put them. Yeah, and like like they put the machine like USA did for NXT and TNT's doing for AEW. And again, another pro. I mean, this has honestly been my feud of the last year with AEW, the Wednesday Night War. And um, but let me see a pro. Uh, my the first pro. Uh, for me, it has definitely been the the breakthrough year of Darby Allen. Oh yeah, Darby Allen, man. Darby Allen is a work of art. You know what I'm saying? And, he he won me over. I mean, after seeing him as, uh, over in some earlier matches, then you know he was impressive. But then, like you know, man, like you know, I've seen Extreme before, and I've seen that stuff, his early stuff. And then, like man, just the just the just the continuous effort, and then seeing him in the documentary, and seeing a little bit more about his story, then seeing him do, you know, then watching him over, right right now over the last year, it's been. It's been amazing. He's won me over. That great match. That great match he had with Cody, and you know, and also a great match he had with Mox. And uh, you know, I think he's fantastic. And also uh, another. Uh, it's not going to all be pros in this day, but still a pro. I mean, giving a pro like the second life of Mox. You know, Dean Ambrose. I mean, you know, he just he just seems a lot happier now. You know. I think I think he is, you know, and I I think this was a this was definitely a good move for him because I just feel like there was a there was an undertone of like mistreatment that he was getting over there at WWE. I think he was I think he was just amazingly grateful, you know, for what for what he was able to accomplish and with the chance he was given at WWE, but I think he he just saw the writing on the wall and knew that he had evolved to a maybe a, a kind of he he had found the kind of performer he wanted to be and just decided that it wasn't the right place for him at that time. Yeah. And uh, let me see. Uh, now, if I had if I could pick a con, uh, it's like Jr. Get the names right. Yeah. I mean, man, it's another like, as Caliber is trying so much to help him, but man, Jr. His name is Jungle Boy. I mean, <laughs> like not Jack, and you know, you keep flubbing up the lines, man. You gotta take your time, you know. And, and, I'll, and, I'll uh, say this too, um, the company like. Company-wise, uh, one of the I, I want to interject this real quick and throw a con in. Another con is just the fact that I think there's a lot of there's a lot of rush going on with the with the builds with the story builds here. A lot of rush. Um, I remember reading this article that um, that was talking about um, Mick Foley's comments on you know what he thought, and he does have he didn't make some good points because as I've been watching the material, I've been able to catch. Um, it just seems like there's a lot of rush going on, and there's a there 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 was a lot of this there was there were been some like some supreme botches, like I'm not saying they were well they kind of were WCW caliber botches. There were a few WCW caliber level botches over the past few months, but I I think I think there's so much potential here to build something that could be tra- that could completely transform the industry. Well, I can name a few. Um, one when um, they debuted the Butcher and the Blades. I mean, come on, Cody. You mean tell me you couldn't have Allie walk out, do a promo, 
against uh, Awesome Kong, your wife, and then have uh, her uh, distract you, and then have Butcher and Blaze come and beat you up, and then her getting the ring and introducing the two guys, and then Excalibur and JR looking dumbfounded and wonder who the Allie introduced. I mean, that way you can keep uh, from JR looking like a dumbass and Scalper looking like a dumbass and basically her introducing the group and then everybody wondering who they are without the way that you did it and made them both all look like dumbasses. Yeah, that just, and that's, then the whole thing with uh, the Dark Order and the guy missing uh, Dustin by a mile. Oh, yeah. And then, let me say that, and I love the fact that the Elite YouTube channel made fun of that. And they did that thing where the SCU and Young Bucks were hanging out, and Daniels and SCU was being pricks about them being the tag team house, and they kicked the Bucks kicked them out, and then Daniels was still there talking crap, and so I think it was Matt tackled them and started punching them, but kept purposely missing them, and he looked at the camera and still kept purposely missing them. Like, doom, doom, doom. But yeah, I'm glad they called out on that and realized the error of their ways. You gotta learn how to punch if you're gonna be in this company, man. Was this before or after they left Twitter? <coughs> uh, before. That was before. Oh, wait. Yeah, that was before they left Twitter. Also, so um, the map punching? Or that map punching? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the map punching. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I saw that and I just cringed. And then let me just say that, like, that's another pro. The being the elite YouTube channel is fantastic now with AEW. It's like all this stuff that would usually be before matches on the actual show, they put it on the YouTube channel. And, um, Leva Bates is hilarious, you know what I mean? I mean, she's really trying to get people to read. And, uh, and, uh, what else? Uh, just as long as she's uh, not trying to get, uh, advice from Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then like yeah, nice burn, and then I like, another pro. I love AEW Dark. Yeah. AEW That's Dark good, is pretty cool, and uh, <laughs> oh, 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 gotta. Like I said leave, leave and we mentioned before, but yeah, you gotta recognize the women on this show. Uh, now nah, I got some grades with that. I mean, just. Who the hell can be Rio? Uh, and then, uh... I gotta say about this. Um, Keenan Omega really needs to uh, try to find some more women. I mean, uh, just the way that they did the whole Rio and uh, Nyla Rose match, it could do a lot better. I mean, I know I said that it was best to yeah. keep it on Rio, but the end, it was just... They could have did it better. I mean, if not supposed to be like this monster heel, why in the blue hill when Kenny Omega comes out to say Riho, now does it go in and destroy the both of them? I mean, like, Kenny goes in like, Nala, what are you doing? And she goes, okay, and she walks away. A monster heel would have... A monster here would have crushed both Riho and Kenny, uh, took out Kenny, and then gave a finisher to uh, Riho. That's yeah. how you build a monster heel. 
Those are great impressions, by the way. But um, it's just. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but I'm just saying, like, they missed a big opportunity to get both Rio, Rio, and uh, Nala over, and um, they just haven't been doing that much good getting over both Rio, uh, Britt Baker, um, and um. Her teacher, uh, Ema Sakur. Hell, on one of the podcasts, I was saying, like, why is this woman dressed like Freddie Mercury? And everybody else didn't know until, like, uh, that match that her Rio had that they finally did some uh, background um, on uh, her uh, master. Do you like the alien? Yeah. Have you said one pro yet? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he said not one pro yet. You pretty much named most of the pros I was going to mention. Yeah, we kind we kind of hit those. I, I have to agree. We kind of hit those. We uh, hit those bad boys. Well, you know when we well, you know when we, when we did mention now. Which one? Uh, see, wait, I just had I think I oh yeah, I mean, it's just great. Isn't it great seeing Young Bucks and Kenny and Meg on TNT here? I mean, it, here's the thing. That, that's, a, that's a huge pro for me. But I just, you know, it, like I said, it just, it needs to, this whole AEW needs to be polished. It needs polish. It, it needs a lot of polishing. Also, what did you guys think about uh, Tony Khan doing the stunner uh, after uh, AEW Dark? Take a practice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You might want to practice a little bit. But it's your company. Do you think? Yeah. You know, I wish I, I like I like his instinct. It's a shame the Jaguars don't have that same instinct. And, uh, and uh, but, but it was funny, I guess. You know. Yeah. I've seen better stunners, but then again, I've seen worse stunners. I agreed. You know, I've seen, bad, I've seen some bad ones now. I've seen some bad Hell, I've done some bad ones. <laughs> so good for you, Mr. Khan. Yeah. As long, you know, as long as you keep giving them money, everything's going to be just fine. Hold on. I want to throw, throw a little con on the um, sure. uh, another con for AEW in there. Sure. Uh, man, this, 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 it's too early to be clashing with anyone from your competition. I'm not happy with this Tony Khan and Randy Orton thing that popped off. I, it's too early. It's just too early to be doing this. Yeah. Well, Randy Orton called him the female Dixon Carter. Yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, man, it's it's too early, way Orton's too early. Well, we we all know Orton's got him out. Tony should have never entertained this. This is too early to be mingling right now. It'll be better. It'll be better in a few months when the revival. Oh my God, <laughs> that was pretty much a big burn. Yeah, when revival and Brody Lee show. But um. Ascension, no, but Brody Lee, yes. Yes. All right, guys. Um, let's talk about this. I've got one of the major things we need to talk about. 
Yeah. Um. So uh, Miz was on the WWE backstage. At the end of the that show. Uh, without Punk and I, I still rather I still rather watch that than the Bomb. Well, one because of Paige, but that's just me. Anywho, uh, yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Anywho, uh, so Miz was on uh, WWE backstage, and at the end, um, um, Paige and um, God, I forgot Ambrose's uh, wife's Renee. name, Renee. Sorry, uh, took uh, asked him about what about Punk because they were leaving and they say who's better against the Miz and both of them were saying what about Punk and Miz said sorry I didn't change the culture to which Punk uh, gave a really really not safe for work not safe for work uh, response uh, to the Miz um Unfortunately, I can't say because we'll get kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. But, uh, what do you guys think about, uh, <laughs> CM Punk's response? I was like, I was like, Jesus, dude, it was a joke. Like, you're very sensitive, but, um, but yeah, um, you know, but then again, you know, Punk's not the kind of guy that, like, could take a joke. You know, you can get very moody, but. I mean, this is the same guy that stopped being friends with uh, Hornswoggle because Hornswoggle wanted to get one of their friends' number. Yeah, oh, God. And, uh, and like, and to be fair, like, yeah, like, this wasn't the best guest. No, he wasn't. But, Punk, what exactly have you done to change the culture? So, the only thing I see you really do that shocked me was call out Rollins and compliment Baron Corbin. That shocked the hell out of me. That was shocking. About the dog food, so it's like, buddy, you haven't really done anything major yet. You really want to change the culture. You should have showed up when Seth Rollins was there and put his ass on blast. Or you should have made sure that you picked up the phone when The Rock called you live on television. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. Well, he did do one thing, right? He got his back ice cream. Yeah. Which won't come out till April, which pissing me off. Uh, did you hear about that? You, did you hear about that, Daniel? What the, the what about the ice cream? Uh, Good Humor is bringing back the ice cream. Uh, they're not gonna do the bars. They gonna do like a uh, ice cream sandwich. Oh, it's gonna be like oh. the breading that was on the ice cream bar, but it's gonna be four in a pack. And it's going to feature only John Cena, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns, and Macho Man. Dang. Okay. And it's going to be around about $3. (laughs) Are they... they, Is is there going to be a sugar-free version? Sadly, no. I hope so. Sadly, no. Oh, darn. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, good. I can just stare and watch y'all eat it. And how much you want to bet? You know, it's just Punk deleted the tweet. How much you want to bet it was AJ that convinced him to delete the tweet? I wouldn't be surprised. They're a fox. 
And then my oh yeah, my neighbor said like he thought he thinks Fox made him do it. Of course it did. It was ho- it was kind of homophobic. I mean, they they would let punk go and be punk, but as long as it doesn't get too homophobic or racist or I mean, like any of those major did the, things. Did the quote unquote did the instrument have to be bloody? I mean, it's like my God, dude! I wish you had more of this fire with the Seth Rollins crap, you know? Yeah. Alright guys uh, Other than that, uh, oh, But Lord. yeah Like I said it, it was a good interview though I love the fact that The one thing he likes about Dirty right now Is Otis and Mandy So You know Yeah that was surprising Yeah he likes that He put over Elias <laughs> He's like Everybody loves Elias You know Yeah Except for Drew Ma- Drew, uh, Drew Maverick Except for the company You, you mean Drake Maverick Drake Maverick Except for the company. Yeah, the company. Mm. You want to really, you, you want to change coach. You want to really shop. You have a life. He should have been one. The, he should have won the Intercontinental title in the running with. Yeah. But um, let's get to this. Um, since it is the new year, uh, let's talk about our top five wrestlers of the decade. Um, I'll let you go first, Pride. Oh, you get to pick men and women too. Uh, we get to pick. We uh, I get to say all five or time or go. Go what? I asked the question. What? Am I gonna do all five now, or are we gonna do one at a time, or you can do all five? Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for picking me first. All right. No pressure or anything. Okay. Uh, not five. Well, five. I'm. Well, well, you know, it's not in particular. I'm still say five. Gotta give it to Cody. I got. I'm gonna put Cody on there. Uh, four. I mean, come on. He, he ended the streak this decade, so you gotta put Brock in there. Uh, let's see, Brock, Cody. Who else would I put on there? Uh, oh, fuck, Cody. And yeah, Becky. I put Becky in there. Uh, awesome. let's see. Uh, Okada. Gotta put Okada in there. And the last one, five favorite wrestlers. I said, I said Okada. I said Cody. I said Becky. I said Brock. And number five. I gotta think. I gotta think. Let me think, man. Think. Think. Uh, well, well, it's kind of cheating, but you know, uh, it's the tag team of the decade, the Bucks. Oh. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna put the Bucks in there. It was no, it was really tough making a call because you know, gotta give honorable mentions to Kofi, Will Osprey, Blanchard. I mean, you know, all that crap going on. Uh, Owens, Joe, Styles, you know, all those guys. But yeah, that's my top five. Next. Get. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to say, we're definitely going to say Styles and, um, going to throw in, uh, going to throw in Cody. Uh, man, the talking he did 
was uh, fantastic uh, this year, much needed. Um, it definitely, definitely would include. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to say just just for the just for the sake that he plays a more important role than people realize. I'm going to say Samoa Joe, and I'm going to say because he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, uh, free the, the the Kabuki Warriors, and um, and you know what? Uh, let's see. Hard to say this last one. Um, This it, it, is difficult. The last one, uh, you know what, Fred Yehi. I, I think. Uh, yeah. I have to I, honestly, honestly, the God, it's Fred Yehi. I mean, you want to talk about the the person who embodies tenacity um, over the last year, uh, having having been up for several, um, you know, tryouts and done did the training with William Regal. Um, got you know been through did some guest spots on NXT got is sticking with it even even in the matches I see pop up where he does in different territories I mean everyone I've seen is still meets that same awesome quality um, even even and even he's not you know taking the time to visit the boys down there um, and making and do the GIPW shows and, and you know still working with Shane uh, still keeps the con- Contact with me regularly, uh, you know. Still supports the intensities. Um, still supports GWC. Uh, man, a great guy. I mean, just you know, does a lot of motivational speaking these days, but has not slowed down an inch. And if you watch any match on YouTube that he has done any at any point in time, they're all awesome. They're all to quality. He may not be a, over a big overstar right now, and he may not be signed to a contract, but my God, I, I think some companies missing out on like a very dependable player. And that was not that was not a, like some bias shout out. I'm being dead serious. Good, <laughs> good list. Good. All right, all right, all right. SDV, you're up. Okay, top five men. Uh, Brock. Um, Am Cole. AJ, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe. Top five women, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Asuka, and... Mm, Shayna Baszler. You could have told us we could have done. You could. You could have told us we could have done men and women. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I did say men and women. If you want to, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh well, I already said one woman, but yeah, if that was the case with the women, I say um, I would include Charlotte. I said Becky, and I say Charlotte, Sasha, Alexa Bliss, and. Jordan Grace. Yeah, and I would love to include Shayna Baszler as like my um, special add on there, um, as like a you know just an honorable mention. Fantastic work. I mean, all the time. Two things I noticed about all our list: There's one person we didn't name, and also we didn't even mention him at all when we were talking AEW Pro Con. Not not once that we mentioned Jericho. I wanted to put Jericho on there too. 
Like, would you say he's a pro or a con in AEW right now? Uh, right now he's a pro. He he draws, and his name is helping the company. Uh, I think he's in the right spot right now. Um, I think he's a good fill, but I think that AEW is is really he, he, you know there's a time limit on this for the fans. I think in the back of our minds there's a time limit as well. It's time and, limit on his health because you look yeah. at his dad body, <laughs> he ain't getting any younger. That's what I'm saying. There's there's a there's a time limit here, and I think I think that you know we need to. Uh, I think that AEW needs to come to the realization that they are going to have to select a a leading man for this show. And I mean, I don't know what it is about the writing here. Like I said, there it's a it's a green new company. So I mean, I, why, why they haven't written good material, gotten Kenny Omega where he needs to be right now? I have no idea. But uh, they need to get somebody in that spot that needs to be there. If they want to heal as a leading man, then they need to find the right person. Um, I think they failed by not selecting uh, what's that kid's name who who was the ten guy. Um, I keep talking about Sean, Sean Spears. Yeah, I think they really screwed up that that whole thing with um, Sean Spears. Having him go under the Cody was one of the dumbest decisions I think they made because the build up to him, the the material, the time they spent building up to that angle, um, that was definitely something they could have um, drew money with. But I think they really dropped the ball there. And um, I'll go ahead. And you know, just like I said, that they need they need a, a true to life leading heel, and Jericho's not going to be there forever. I mean, I tell you what, though, you want to talk about again the pro and con, and I guarantee you, he's going to probably be in my ne- my list the next ten years. Talk about stars born, MJ freaking F. Yeah, that's that's another one here. Yeah, yeah. kids money right there for real. Just squeeze. Just he's going to be the biggest heel in the world eventually yeah it, it, it just depends on if they're going to capitalize I mean are they, they going to make the right move this time and then like you know it's another thing about all our lists for the decade not one shield member well they screwed up Cell they screwed up Ambrose and they screwed up uh, Reigns yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just some bad writing. I mean, there's been so much bad writing over the decades with WWE, but, you know, every once in a while, you get, a, you get every once in a while, they know how to, like, throw a diamond out there and get us back in, but, I mean, the, it, even in a time when, when you have so, I've never seen WWE, I guess, I haven't seen WWE this rich with great talent since, like, the early 90s and the 80s, I mean, this is this is a golden time for them, and and this is a golden time for the wrestling industry. But I, what I'm seeing more and more of is that on all fronts, whether it's Impact, AEW, or WWE, or even even within WWE Power, there's just there, there's all these issues with the writing, like the the the, the booking, the writing. There's there, that's it's really damaging, you know, what could be the the um the most golden era of all time in and I just think a lot of these companies need to get their game together on how they want to tell stories. Even if they have to rein in some of this talent influence on the story writing, they need to get they need to get a grip 
on trying to draw money and you know drawing money with good stories that make sense putting the right people in the right places and you know those people who have to wait to get to the top spot make them wait because you know get the people who are drawing money who are truly drawing fan support money you know don't don't sit there and write pointless, ridiculous stories, shuffle people around the positions trying to experiment. You ought to know where people should be, you know, and, and it's just, I, I just find that, you, that, you know, it's really, it's really going to be a huge ball drop if, if they, if, you know, everybody doesn't get their act together, these creative, these, um, you know, these um, show creative um, groups with um, all these brands. They need to just get their games together. I mean, they've really been dropping the ball for me, and that's really burned me out as a fan. You know, I I, I haven't been this burned out in wrestling in my entire life. I, I, I literally had fallen behind by, by weeks and weeks, and I, and, I, and I had to catch up. But, I mean, I, what I've been seeing is not good, and um, that's, that's bad. You know, it's understandable. Hey, how the hell was I the only, was I the only, one, the only one that picked a New Japan wrestler? I'm glad you did. That was actually a good pick. Like, how the hell do we? Did y'all forget Okada? Hey, don't yell at me. Yell at Daniel. Daniel's <laughs> supposed to be the New Japan guy. Okada will go on my honorable mention with Chana. I'm just joshing, but yeah, yeah, it was overall a good list. But yeah, it's a lot of wrestling. I haven't seen Power yet. Is Power it's good? good. It's a I saw the I saw show. I saw two episodes. It's a pretty good show. I want to go to uh one of the uh the shows. Is yeah, it? it's up there. You, I think you can see it at GPB. Yeah, you know, up there in the yeah. I used to work there. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things. I've been wondering how, how good it is. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful show. I've watched it. I, I love the look. I love I love the way it's designed. Um, it, it takes you back to the old days, and it's done with such beautiful gusto. But like I said, again, there are a few writing issues. I'm not thinking like with the stories, and they're like I said, the action's decent. Um, it's a good show. It's it's one of the rare gems in wrestling today. If you look past all the crap that happened with Cornette, um, it's it's just uh, you know, and, and like I said, I didn't think that was a big deal, but I guess for YouTube, things have become so sensitive now. Especially with Facebook. I just, I just won a battle with Facebook. No, the problem that with that was Cornette should have known that uh, these guys were going to be looking and watching his every move because he had pissed off a lot of the uh, AEW fanboys. And for some reason, Cornette did think that, you know, none of them was going to say anything, but he uh, stupidly gave in and said what he said, and those guys were just waiting for him to say something so they can uh, cancel him. Mm-hmm. It's the worst part when you're when you have that kind of when you're when you're when you're a Jim Cornette is that you know Jim Cornette is one of those people who, I mean, it, he's gotten far by being able to speak his mind, but it's also worked as a double-edged sword for him and put him and you know he's made enemies. He's made a lot of enemies in a lot of different places, man. And uh, it's it's sad to see that for somebody at his age and has put as much time in the industry as he has, but 
you know, at the same time, yeah, I mean, it, it when you get in a position like that, you're on NWA power and you're sitting there and you know, don't 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 poke the bull. I mean, at a certain point, you have to you have to realize that look, you know, I, I don't know what his status is. He may not need the money. You know, maybe he was just doing it because he loves NWA. I mean, I I mean, it's no secret that Jim Cornette loves the wrestling business, and I and I'm glad he he decided to jump on board the show. But you know. I think it was, uh, you know, Corgan wanted to bring in an older guy since JR was taken by AEW. Next best thing was Cornette. And Corgan being a fan of wrestling as he is, I think it was, you know, one of childhood dream of him to uh, have somebody like Cornette for his organization. But I'm pretty sure Cornette, I mean, Corgan didn't really want all the backlash because they were trying to, uh, you know, build up NWA power and they were getting good press, but because of Cornette, you know, some of that press has died down a little bit. Yeah, it's it's like a torpedo to a ship that's just been launched. But, um, on that note, uh, we'll end the show. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, the California wait, wait, Kid. Wait, 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 wait. The guy, RIP. Oh, yeah. And uh, RIP yeah. to uh, LaPaca, number two, who passed away uh, yesterday. Apparently, uh, he didn't recover after uh, suffering an injury. I think they say he did like a dive out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it hit suicide tope. Suicide dive and it hit the turnbuckle, right? No, it hit yeah. the guardrail. The guardrail. Guard I meant guardrail. So, it was brutal. I, saw, I actually saw the footage. Oh so, our condolences to the family and friends of uh, La Parker number two. Um, they rest in peace. Certainly. Yeah, certainly. But, um,. On that, we'll end the show. I'd like to thank the California Kid and the Pike. You're welcome. Uh, please like, subscribe, tell a friend, and download from your uh, famous uh, podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor uh, FM. And on that note, uh, see you later. And don't spit on people. Don't spit on people. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. All right, later. Later.